Jesus said, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all he had and bought it. I'd like to focus today on just that one sentence from our gospel text. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. The whole story of our spiritual lives is packed into that simple parable. Of course, we, each one of us, we are the merchant. We are seekers. We're looking for joy, for purpose, for connection to God, the good stuff in life. That's why we're here. That's why we're here this morning. We're looking for that pearl. And the parable tells us one of the fundamental truths of spiritual life. If you start getting serious about finding what the King James text calls the pearl of great price, that connection to God that will give your life meaning, sooner or later you will come to a point when you'll have to give something up. If you start getting serious about being a Christian, sooner or later you'll reach a moment where you have to sacrifice something. And if you're like me, you're not going to want to do it. It might be something big, it might be something small, but whatever it is, it will feel like too much. Maybe you'll realize that you need to be serving others more intentionally. Maybe you'll realize that you're not proud of how you spend your money. Maybe it'll be the choice between your child's club soccer team and some other community activity. I don't know what it'll be for you, but there will be something. Something that you have to give up in order to move forward spiritually. And if you're like me, you'll fight it and you'll get crabby and resentful. Because I think that many of us are afraid that what God secretly wants is for us to give up everything we love and be miserable. But that's the opposite of what this parable actually says. There's no suggestion that it was at all wrong for the merchant to have had possessions. It's just that there came a point when they got in the way of something more wonderful. The possessions just didn't matter as much as the pearl. The point of the parable is that the spiritual life is worth it. That whatever little things we have to give up are nothing compared to the joy and the happiness that we find in our relationship with God. The point of the parable is that the merchant got the better end of the deal. The pearl was worth it. God was worth it. A member of the parish and I had a really interesting conversation with a woman on the peninsula who runs a large ministry offering spiritual retreats to people in the tech industry. And I asked her what she thought the biggest barrier to spiritual growth was in the Bay Area. What she thought most often kept people from taking that next step in their faith. I thought she would say that it was busyness, overcommitment, maybe the secular environment that doesn't encourage investment in faith. But she said one word, fear. She said, most people are afraid that if they take that next step and go deeper, they might find that God isn't there. She said that as long as we drift along, 
as long as we stay on the surface of faith, we never have to face that doubt. We never have to face the fear of being disappointed. Her insight made a big impression on me. I think that fear is real for most of us. What if I sell all my possessions and the pearl isn't worth it? And that fear, that fear that so many of us carry, is what Jesus is speaking to. He's trying to reassure us that, yes, spiritual life means giving up some of the things that get in the way of our relationship with God. But what we receive in return is real. If we make that leap of faith, God will be there to catch us. We will never look back at the exchange and regret it. Later in Matthew, Jesus says that anyone who has had to leave behind possessions or family members, anyone who has had to give anything up in order to follow him will receive, will be repaid a hundredfold. The pearl is always worth it, Jesus reassures us. I've experienced this in my own life. When I first began to get a sense that I might be called to ordain ministry, I was not happy about it. I was afraid of a lot of things. I knew that being a priest would mean that I would have to be more vulnerable and open to a community than I wanted to be. I knew that being a priest would mean that I inevitably fell short and disappointed people. I didn't want to give up my right to control my own life. There are a million other reasons, but for some reason, and I know that this is shallow and I know that it reflects badly on me, all of these fears and all of my opposition became distilled to two things. I did not want to wear clergy clothes every day, and I did not want to give up Saturday nights. I think for me, I was, I was in my 20s at the time, both of those things symbolized my desire not to give up the normal life of a 20-something. It's not like I was a super snappy dresser, I just didn't want to wear a black Little House on the Prairie outfit every day. <laughs> and I didn't want to have to leave the party every Saturday night at 10 p.m. or miss every Sunday brunch, every morning at the park or whatever was going on. And so I got crabby and angry and resistant. And I didn't think that the pearl could possibly be worth what I would have to give up. And I can say after 11 years of church work and six years of ordination that I was so very wrong. First of all, I had very much overestimated the importance of what I was giving up. But I had no idea, and I couldn't have known at the time, how wonderful what I received would be. I had this sense that I would be giving up my old friendships, and I didn't realize that as I became more fully my, myself, those friendships got deeper. And in fact, there was another dimension added as I was able to perform marriages for old friends and baptize their babies. And I didn't realize that with ordination came a new community of friends and colleagues with whom I would connect on a de level deeper than I could ever have imagined. I didn't realize that this ministry would become the great joy of my life, the joy of ministering with all of you that still unfolds every day and makes me glad to give up, get up in the morning. I couldn't have known that. I also didn't realize that the day would come when everyone, most of all me, would want to leave the party at 10 p.m. anyway. <laughs> it's the difference between 28 and 38. 
all of this is to say that the key to this parable is to focus on the pearl, to have faith that what we receive in following Christ is worth it. Anyone who wishes to get serious about being a Christian will find that at some point sacrifice will be asked of them, that they'll need to make some change in their life. And the key is to trust that whatever little thing we're asked to change is worth it. Don't focus on what you have to give up, focus on the pearl. And trust that what we are gaining is of such tremendous value that it will bring such meaning, joy, and peace that whatever little bumps we meet along the way will be forgotten. Again, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Amen.